Welcome to the Doing the Do Little podcast with me, Jack, Reese, and Freya. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be breaking down Doolittle, the album by the Pixies, and going through each track and talking to you about it. We hope you enjoy. So the first track we're going to be listening to is Debaser. That was the first song, Debaser, which is, as we've just found out, um, based around the events of a film. Yeah, called The Andalusian Dog, but in French. Which is linked with the lyrics in the chorus, as well as the concepts of the actual song itself, including slicing eyeballs. (laughs) So the lyrics appear slightly less mental than at first (laughs) listen. Slightly less abstract than you might think when you first hear it. Exactly. But still, if you haven't seen the film, which we haven't, maybe still a bit mental. Yep. Um, It's got some good guitars, though. It has. The the guitar riffs are very catchy and nice. Yeah, very and well recorded. The snare sound is nice. The snare it's sound quite is snappy. Nice. Yeah, it's like a piccolo snare or something. Mm. Um, there's a nice percussion, like tambourine and stuff that comes in. That's pretty yeah. cool. I think the guitar sound you hear that a lot, like even in like modern indie stuff. Yeah, it's like iconic Tons. guitar, really. Yeah. Uh, and the like double guitar work as well is yeah. quite cool. Like as well, the switching between clean and distorted, like like that. Yeah, is like. Reminiscent of what Nirvana would do. Yeah, I guess so. Just chuck on a distortion pedal and then scream the baser at the top of your lungs. Mm, yeah. What do you reckon, Freya? <laughs> what to know? Anything to add? I'm not keen on the vocals. No? It just what? doesn't really fit. No? No, because everything else just seems like really chill. And yeah. then the vocals are just like sort of screamed. Maybe that's a statement. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. Maybe they're trying to go against the grain. Well, it was the late 80s. Yeah. So there wasn't many people doing... Shouty vocals. Well, there were people doing shouty vocals, but not behind or in front of... Like, indie guitar. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else from anyone? The bass is bouncy. It is. It doesn't, like, hold a note. It's very, like, moving bass line sort of thing. Yeah. And it's not like not much attack on it either. It's all like yeah, it's you can't like, really hear the strum. Yeah, it's all low end basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the instrumentation is actually pretty good. I like the sound of everything. The vocals yeah. have a, have that room reverb on them, they which do. is a bit niche, I'll say, mm. uh, compared to like everything else, which is pretty dry. And then you just have the room reverb on the vocal that's yeah. always on it, apart from the. I don't think the uh, backing vocals have it. No, they're dry, aren't they? Yeah. They're quite like they don't they're, really. They're still spaced out, but they're not as like in your face, like room reverby. Yeah, and they don't really like harmonise with the lead vocalist either. They just no, sort they of just like... do their own thing. Well, yeah. it's hard to harmonise when he's well, screaming. Does it's not <laughs> true? But like, yeah, they yeah. have their own little thing that they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I like the contrast between the uh, shouty vocals and the like more you know traditional um, harm like melodic vocals i guess even though it is just like two notes but i mean it makes a nice change from the screaming mental hospital <laughs> vocals mm. it, it, it sounds like he's playing a character i guess you would say it doesn't sound like you know it necessarily fits the genre it's like a lot more punky than you would expect for like the melodic and guitar lines and stuff and they're quite happy sounding instrumentals Surrounded by someone screaming. True. Which probably again feeds into whatever that film's about. Yeah. There we go. Coming up next, we'll be listening to Tame. That was an abrupt ending. <laughs> go on, Freya, you can start off this one. For me. Go on. Well, I preferred the vocals in this one because it was like very different rather than like shouting throughout the whole thing. It was just like whispering to start off with before it properly gets into it yeah yeah it was very uh dynamic it was like from the chorus to the verse where Mm. in the verse it would have like the bouncy bass riff again it was like carrying it yeah uh and then the chorus as well in the chorus like the rhythm is like a bit like i don't know tangled i guess yeah because there's like delayed on like a clean guitar by the sounds of it and like an acoustic guitar 
that like bounces about over like the drums which are like very stable so it's like marrying like chaotic like guitar stuff but keeping the drum uh drum rhythm like stable throughout which is again contrast which mm. seems to be a running theme throughout this track it's a bit heavier than the first song wasn't it in yeah. terms of like dark like darker i guess mm. um and like the think some of the guitars were detuned at the start it sounded like some of the notes were a bit or they were just playing like off key i guess what it sounded it? slightly flat i think yeah maybe. and then um there's that bit like with the chorus it sounded like the, it was almost like a siren sort of thing as i imagine yeah. when i was listening to it I'd like the two tones and they like bouncing between them. Mm. The drum sound changes as well. Like the they add that room reverb on the snare. Yeah. When it's like all sparse with just the drums and the bass. And then mm. when everything comes in it tightens up again with the shouted room vocals. Yeah. Uh which sounds like a lot of different takes of him just screaming. Yeah. Um which is that like breathing bit as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's the Yeah, that bit was cool. I guess, with the harmony, if you want to call it that, of <laughs> the female whispered stuff coming in as well. Yeah. The breaths. Um, and then it ended very abruptly. It did. It wasn't as catchy as the bass song. No. No, it wasn't as melodic either, was it? It was just like... Yeah, the only melodic bit really was the bass. Yeah. The but even that was like two notes, that's a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very short track as well. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a, a running thing on this album. Is like very like a lot of very short tracks that yeah. have their own sound. True. So it's very chaotic again. Mm. So I guess that ties in with the rest of like the actual contents of the songs, which are quite mm. chaotic. I'm wondering whether like the whole album's like, the concept of that film rather than just... yeah. Rather than just the first, mm. rather than just the baser, perhaps. Potentially. If you're going to song three, then. Let's go into song three. Next up is Wave of Mutilation. Another short and sweet Another, one. Yeah. That reminded me of, um, there's a song by Suede called Animal Nitrate. They oh. gave me like Suede vibes, that song. It's a lot more like tighter with the rhythm in terms of like yeah. the guitars and the drums actually married together that time, and yeah. like the bass was more like punchy because it was like just like like the tighter bass sound rather than like in the first song it was all low end, wasn't it? But that mm. time it was more like plucky. I guess. Yeah. Um, as well, the guitars shined a lot more in that yeah. than they did in Tame, where they basically just acted to add to the distortion in the chorus. Um, they were a lot more like harmonic, and they basically just outlined the chords more than anything, mm -hmm. um, and gave it harmonic motion that the vocals could then do a melody over. Um, and with the vocals, it was less shouty as well, and it, it was, was hidden. Huh? It was sort of hidden. Hidden. The yeah, vocals. like behind the drums. And yeah, yeah. It wasn't as prominent. Like the first songs, it was all about the screamy vocals, wasn't it? Yeah. Whereas that yeah. time, it was all about instrumentation, really. Um, but yeah, the vocals were less shouty and more melodic as well, mm -hmm. um, which is a nice change. There's another bit of that room reverb that you like. Yeah, that same room reverb. That's probably what ties all the tracks together is that one room reverb more than anything. I guess so. so far, definitely. That and the snare sound. And to be fair, the the basic the basic instrumentation is like it's two yeah. guitars, a drum, a vocalist, and a one drum. <laughs> a drum. <laughs> just a kick. Just a snare. <laughs> <laughs> no, a drummer. Yeah. And then... Yeah, there really isn't much else happening other than like a tambourine. They're not like whacking out... Like some albums you get like... Would be like random like violins or whatever. Yeah. But they've just stuck with the band. Like that's all that's in it so mm -hmm. far. At least anyway. Um, there's also the vocals that pedal on like the one wave of mutilation lyric during the chorus mm. which is uh again a running theme between the other tracks like yeah. tame he just shouts tame in the chorus <laughs> yeah debaser he shouts debaser it echoes debaser <laughs> yeah so it, it seems like a lot of it is almost like earwormy yeah it's like trying to get it stuck in your head i think that wave of mutilation that was like the closest that was like the 
closest thing so far to like a mainstreamish mm-hmm. song that they yeah. could have released as like a single or whatever. Yeah, it was less fringe. Yeah, it was a lot more like down the middle. Yeah, traditional like indie rock, mm-hmm. like eighties indie. And it had a nice like wash to end it as well, mm. instead of tame, which just ended like dead. Yeah, into the next track. But yeah, again, contrast between songs, which is a running theme. Yeah. But there you go. Anything else? No. <laughs> okay then, on to track four. No, track five, isn't it? No, uh, track four. four. The next track we're going to be listening to is I Bleed. I mean, like, again, that was completely different. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, Almost psychedelic, wasn't it? Yeah, especially with like the the bends in the guitars. Yeah, and it was like the tempo, like the way it sort of pulled as it went yeah. along. It was as if like it was like slowing down. It wasn't really slowing down. It was but like it wavering. Felt, it felt like it was definitely slowing down. Yeah. Um, again, Almost. the bass line basically carrying the rhythm with the drums the entire mm. time, with that repetitive pattern again. There was <laughs> that bit with like the guitars where like they sort of like. They came in like in the distortion, it kept like building up and mm. stuff, and it was like, I don't know. I suppose the I from the title and then the way that song plays out, it's almost as if he's like bleeding out, I guess. Yeah. Like that sort of vibe of like with the tempo slowing and all like the yeah. crazy sort of sound. Like building seasick. Up. Yeah. It's like nauseous sounding. Mm. And then there was three vocalists this song. Yeah. There's the woman, Kim, and then the main geezer. And Frank, then the normal backing vocal. <laughs> is the guy called Frank? Frank Black. Let me have a look. I think his name is. Frank. Yeah, there's definitely three vocalists. I only had two. There was the girl at the start yes, singing with the good, main. But I didn't like the guy speaking over it. No, and then there was a the guy the normal backing vocalist came in as well on top. It is Frank Black. It's the guy, and then Kim Cattrall. No, not Kim Cattrall. Kim Kardashian. Not Kim Kardashian. Kim Deal. Anything prior. Anything? No. No. Nothing at all. The vocals? That, that entire what? song. Anything to say about the vocals? But I already said that I didn't like the guy singing over it. Like, the female vocals were good, but it just didn't really work. when the, I, I didn't think it worked mm. when the guy was talking over it. How about when they had, like, the uh, like the trailing like melodies, like, near the end? Yeah, that was good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I liked that bit. <laughs> what? What was your favourite bit of that song for her? My favourite bit. Hmm. <laughs> the bit where the guy stopped whispering. Yeah, but then he came back in with it. Yeah. So. I like the bit where he went like, I bleed. Yeah, that was weird. I think that was pit- they had pitch bending on No, I don't think they? so. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I I it was like, like I down. I think you're very wrong. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that is allowed. <laughs> can we listen to it again and then we can... Yeah, sure. No. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. He's just putting on a voice. I thought they'd like put it down there. No, I don't think so. There was three vocalists, wasn't there? Because I thought there was, but now I'm starting to question myself. I only Damn. I think, like, again, it's just Frank and Kim. I'd like to redact my statement about the extra vocal. <laughs> I clearly <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are melodies that aren't like fully developed. They just like sort of trail off into the distance. Like, yeah. There's a hint at a melody and then it just sort of drops out. Yeah. Um, chorus is very chaotic again. But they add in like textures to just sort of add to the yeah. chaotic aspect of it. With that repeated one phrase again over the chorus. Again though, the the drums are the consistent bit, aren't yeah. they? The drums the same, and the bass. The same sound the same sounds and Yeah. Holding that trying to hold it all together. Yeah. Next one, I guess. Yeah. Coming up next is Here Comes Your Man. Strong ending again. Well, I mean, that was a lot. That was, again, a bit more like wave of mutilation. It was, like, a bit more down the middle. Yeah. I mean, that one was even more that poppy. Was very traditional. Very, very traditional. The I even structure had... was basically cut and dry. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, I, I appreciate it. It was really nice. It is very nice. No wonder it's the most listened to song of the album. I like the guitar solo as well. Yeah. That's a dying art. Yeah. It's also quite muted as well. 
Mm. Like, it's not very in your face. Like this is no guitar. Solo. It's very <laughs> appropriate. Yeah. It doesn't really take the limelight. Yeah. It sort of blends in with the background, adds a nice texture. What did you think of the bass line for The bass line? Yeah. The bass line. <laughs> the bass line. Fine then. Was the melody then. Oh. The well, like the catchy bit. and like upbeat bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What did you like about it? <laughs> that it was upbeat and catchy. <laughs> <laughs> Reese found it catchy as well. He was singing along. It was um, like it was all it was a lot cleaner. There's like no, was there any? There wasn't really any distortion on any of the guitars. Up there. The the only distortion there was was like the pad guitars in the background. Yeah, just strumming out the chords. Um, little... But they were low enough so that they didn't, you know, take over with distortion. No. But it still, you know, reminded you that you're not listening to a surf rock band. No, true. It, uh, like you said, very there's a Beach Boys. Yeah, sort of. the, yeah. It's that like, I guess it. What is it? A Strat on like the bridge pickup. Yeah. With like some spring reverb on it or something. Mm. It's like Mizaloo by Dick Dale, but just not. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely got that surf rock influence on the yeah on the guitar like main melody. It's a but, lot more ha- like happier and upbeat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, contrast with the rest of the songs that we've heard so mm. far. It's a bit more repetitive. Mm. The rest have sort of like tra- like moved around a lot, whereas that one was like set a chord structure and stick to it all yeah. the way through. The only real change that they had was before the last chorus when it just played the guitar riff mm. and then everything came on on like the th- on three or the four or something. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, just sing like them that. All. I'll just <laughs> sing them all. stuck in my head all day now. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. That that's a good thing though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's all of the songs. Stuck in if head. you have an entire album of songs that are meant to get stuck in your head, at what point does it stop working? <laughs> I can you? Is there a limit to how many songs you can have stuck in your head? I don't know. A lot of these get stuck in my head. So. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. the only one that's so far. There you go, then. Really? Yeah. Wave of mutilation. I'm hit. I can hear that. I'm hit very. I clearly. can hear just the bass. Yeah. What's the next one? The next song we'll be talking about is dead. <laughs> so um, that one was like the vocals took very much a backseat in that one. Mm-hmm. I like there was that weird like filter on it, so it sounded like it was coming through a telephone or something. Yeah, it's then, like um, it's like a megaphone almost. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of Tool actually. It reminded yeah, me it of, was quite. Um, there's a song on Undertow, um, called Disgustipated, where there is a spoken word section all with that like same effect on it. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it just sounds very reminiscent of something like that, especially with like the primal. Like drum sound as well at the start, mm. um, with like the bass like coming in with a little passage, um, yeah. just holding the rhythm together again. Um, yeah, it reminded me of that a lot. Um, as well, it reminded me of Manaskin, which is I know strange, but only with the um, the like the guitar playing in unison with the vocals. It reminded me of like you know modern, sort of like poppy, rocky sort of. Yeah, approaches to like some like getting a lyric stuck in your head basically. Yeah. Like having guitars playing unison with it and then da 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 Yeah. And like having it like hammer home, whatever he's saying. I thought that was a bit weird to be honest. The it way was. It was and the way it was mixed because you couldn't really hear what he was saying yeah. over the guitar playing the same note. Um yeah, the, those dissonant bends as well in the guitar. Mm. There's lots of them. Again, just over the pad of like the uh, harmonic, like guitars and bass and stuff, yeah. holding everything together with just a dissonant guitar thing. Any thoughts, bro? Um, I feel like the drums had a more like prominent part in this one compared to all the other ones. Like probably because, like as you said, the vocals stepped back a bit, mm. so the drums are sort of like filling in that space. Yeah, they're a lot more primal. Like it, it was a bit more stripped back, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. And there was a couple of changes in it as well, L- like more so than there was before. Like there was a lot more sections that you could like 
look at and be like, oh, that's that sounds a lot different to like what came before. Whereas yeah. a lot of the other tracks, it is sort of like the same sort of sound the entire time. Yeah, there's like a couple of times where like it sort of cleaned up, like it like all the guitars would clean up, and then yeah. there'd be like a like a couple of chords, and then it'd go back down yeah. again. It's quite weird. It's like a different song was trying to break out of yeah. the song, if you know what I mean. It was interesting. It was, it was a hell of a lot less mainstream again. Than yeah. And that Wayne, came straight like, after Here Comes, Comes Your Man. So. To bring you back down It took you back in the deep end. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There's not really that many themes like popping out so far, no. really. There's like... It's just little snippets that you can like recognize, like the snare sound, just the overall drum sound. I think. Yeah, the drums sound like it's the same take every time, almost. Yeah. And the the bass is isn't doing much no. other than just like playing a riff at like one twenty BPM. Yeah, there was the I suppose like the first few songs it was like a darker bass sound. Now it yeah. sort of moved into like a lighter, mm. more like, bouncier. Yeah, bouncier bass, but like. There's very little in terms of like continuation. It's all very original. Mm. But I suppose that's like if the thing, if the album's based off that film of like the weird man, then I guess it's <laughs> like like the part the guy who's like cut people's eyelids open. I imagine it's like I suppose like in, mentally unstable. Yeah, maybe. So like the emotions of the album are supposed to be a bit yeah. unstable. And the name as well, the like. Well, the next track is Monkey's Gone to Heaven, to yeah. another animal reference. Um yeah. since like yeah. And since with Tame. The, the Doolittle. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's called Doolittle. So animals should probably be involved somewhere you'd imagine. Yeah. Why is it to do with animals? Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I don't know what I'd, you'd have to ask. You'd have to ask excuse why they were Frank Frank strange. Black. It is a bit of a weird album so far. It is. There's but it's not else. it's not unenjoyable. It's no. just not very fringe. It's just fringe. Yeah. Right then. We will now be listening to Monkeys Gone to Heaven. Um. So that one was a like again we like we've swapped back again. We keep U turning between <laughs> down the middle and very very fringe. But like that one was more like soft again i guess mm-hmm. i like uh it was a again it was a bit more stripped back than say like here comes your man it was just mm-hmm. sort of like pretty laid back yeah. i like the go on the vocals have sort of calmed down a bit now they've gone from the screaming to like whispering and now yeah. they're just sort of like it's Apart it was that... from the devil is six and god is seven but yeah but <laughs> it's a... throughout most of it it was you know yeah back, back to like the harmonies with the chorus and stuff. Yeah. Like traditional harmonies. Yeah. And there's a cello. There was. There's a cello. That was throughout basically the entire song. That was a nice instrument change. I also heard some like plucky thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure whether that was just like pizzicato or something or whether it was like, I don't know, what they called xylophone. Or like, what's the other one? The xylophone the wooden the metal one. one. The xylophone's the wooden one. Yeah, what's the, the metal, metal one? one? Wait, no, is it? Isn't it? No. Yeah. No. The wooden one is, yeah. The wooden the wooden one is um. um, (laughs) What's it called? Is it um a marimba? Kalimba, that's no marimba. No marimba. That's wooden blocks. Oh yeah. They're all similar. Yeah, melodophone is that a thing? Yeah, that's the pipe. That's one of pipes, isn't it? Yes. Anyway, something like that. Boom. GCSE music. <laughs> it, um, um, or like a Celeste or something. It sounded like mm. um, some, you know, new instrumentation, which is, you know, I'm thankful for because mm. I've, you know, it's it's been very stable with the distorted guitars and stuff. They had like the guitar bends again in that. Yeah. Um, except they weren't. I guess, like semitone apart, they were like going up to the tone mm-hmm. or to the unison, but you yeah. know, um, yeah. So it wasn't as dissonant, mm-hmm. um, which I'm happy about because the dissonant stuff can really grate on your ears after a while. 
Yeah. So it's nice to have a couple songs throughout the album, which is like, I know, brings you back like to normality from the chaotic, like screeching guitars and vocals. It sort of like started aggressive and now it's sort of, e- it's sort of easing off slowly as, yeah. it, as the album goes on. Uh, bass riff, repetitive again. Mm. Uh, very driving again. Like this steady eighth note pulse. Um, extended chorus, there was, um, after the first chorus, where they carried on that like melody from the end of the chorus into the guitars, into the harmonised guitars. That was nice. Mm-hmm. That was more traditional again, of like r- reminiscent of like eighties pop, I guess. Reminds me of, um, like almost like summer of '69. It reminds me of, my like Brian Adams. I don't know why. That's what comes to mind. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, spoken vocals again. Um, which, you know, I feel like the spoken vocals is probably what makes it seem so like ambiguous as far as like the emotion goes throughout them. Yeah. Because I don't think you could put one emotion on each track. Like you can say that's a happy track, that's a sad track. No. Like, I feel like the easiest one for that is like Here Comes Your Man. Yeah. It's like a pretty uplifting, bouncy, like happy yeah. track. But then that is like... That's it. Yeah, it, it's like that. Monkey's Gone to Heaven was very, uh, I don't know, ambiguous, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the tracks are like that, where it, with the screamed vocals over the top of like the happy, uplifting <laughs> bass riff yeah, and guitar it's like, work, it's very like at ends, I guess. So it's mm. a bit confusing as far as what emotion you're meant to get out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to say on that, I think. Fair enough. You got anything? Any words of wisdom? Oh, I don't have words of wisdom. I just I don't like the spoken vocals. Because uh, have we even heard him actually sing properly? Yeah. Have we? You sing properly on it's Here mainly, Comes Your Man. And in the chorus, am Yeah, and in mm. the chorus. Well, it's mainly just like spoken vocals or like shouting them. Yeah, I don't well, know. mutilation as well. He yeah. Them. It's yeah. not like he's not having to like go out of his way to like nail a. There's not been any like huge vocal melodies, I guess. No. It's all been like pretty basic stuff, yeah. or him shouting. And it seems like when stuff needs to go into the higher register, it just passes it over to Kim Deal, and then <laughs> she goes and does That's like two notes there. in <laughs> harmony. And, yeah. Have you done on that one? I think so. What's the next one? The next track on the album is Mr. Greaves. The rhythm of that was interesting. Yeah. Because it had like the sort of like reggae sort of vibes at yeah. the start. And then right towards the end, it had like the complete stop. And then it came back slower. And yeah, then, like swung. And then stopped again. And then went swung. It stayed swung though. Yeah. But it was. There's like the two breaks. And yeah. And they came back with different rhythms. Yeah. I, I like the tempos. amount of changes in that. Yeah, that was a that was very that was like a smorgasbord of genres. <laughs> yeah, because it starts out with the reggae, and then the chorus switches to like almost punky. Yeah, and then goes to the solo vocal, goes out of that into the like slowed down like do 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 like triplet swung thing, and then stops again, <laughs> and then does that again but like slightly slower I think. Mm-hmm. But um. The bass wasn't anywhere near as prominent in that, was it? No, that was very like vocal driven and guitar driven. Mm. Uh, yeah, like that muted, like that, 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 that thing basically stayed throughout, but it just played at different speeds, I guess. Mm. Like the punk was like, ding, 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 did it. But, you know. Um, again, there wasn't really much to keep that sort of grounded I guess no. compared to the other tracks where there was one thing that stayed the same the entire time nothing did in that yeah with that nothing stayed the same pretty much um, yeah the drums as well were a bit more um, you know they changed more yeah um, there was that big fill wasn't there before yeah. the break of the... <laughs> with the arm motions <laughs> <laughs> um, like the cymbals yeah I liked the feedback as well on the guitars. Mm. That was very nice. Was that that track or was that the previous track? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. You can always <laughs> cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, Whichever it was, track it was on, it was No, it not. was. Well, maybe. I don't know. 
They're all blended There's into good, one. Yeah, <laughs> they are sort of. They were starting to hear the album as a whole, I guess. <laughs> Having slagged off the fact nothing links the tracks, we now can't <laughs> work out which ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that was more fringe, but in a better way. Yeah, that was like... It's ex- more palatable than yeah. just like screen vocals. Like the amount of changes in it. Yeah, it was like... They were trying a new genre rather than yeah, trying to like make fusion. something new that doesn't yeah, exactly. exist. Yeah, it's like fusion almost. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of prog. Just a little though. It's not too proggy, but I mean like <laughs> the amount of changes in genre is like yeah. reminiscent a bit of like Dream Theater, I guess. Where they can mm. swap on like like that and then you can in a completely different feel. Yeah. But yeah. I get that. Anything, Anything to add for you? Not really, but you keep saying fringe and I have no idea what it means. Like, like it uh, means on the edge. On the edge of the mainstream. Yeah. Oh. So it's like not mainstream. Oh, right. Why did it make me feel like I was on a beach at the start? Because it was reggae. Yeah. Oh. There you go, that's your... Yeah, and then, <laughs> no, but then like <laughs> ten seconds later I'm in like a bad dream. There you go. It's weird. Yeah. That's there, there you go, just describe every track like that. <laughs> We're, a bit, oh. we're already like eight tracks in. No, I know, but, but from now on, <laughs> for the rest of the on, album. Take us on the journey that you went through throughout the song. <laughs> That's the sort of thing we need to be talking about, though, isn't it? Uh, How it makes you feel. I guess. So that can be your angle. I yeah, guess. So you felt like you were on a beach. <laughs> and then I'm in a bad dream. dream <laughs> while sunbathing. We just kept changing. Dream. It did. It like I like that one, though. Mm, That's good. A lot of the songs seem to be a bit dead. <laughs> oh my god, it's a concept album. <laughs> a concept. I did I did tell you it was a concept album. Oh my god. After to song one. <laughs> if only we'd done a bit of research before we started this podcast. And now we'll be listening to Crackety Jones. How long was that? Like, was like a, a minute, minute. Minute and ten. Jesus. My internal clock's all over the shop. That was 14 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, Someone else. Yeah, that was very... Uh, not even upbeat, that was just like... I don't know, very upbeat to the point where it was it just wasn't, sort of like... It was, like, it was just punky, I guess. Yeah, I felt like we were going like backpedalling towards the start of the album again yeah. with that one. That was like a bit of a step back, really. It was like very strange... Yeah, there's a tremolo effect on the guitar and the chorus. There is a lot of heavy processing again. Um, Shaded vocals again. Repeated vocal phrase again in the chorus. Sounded like a rabid dog (laughs) vocalist. Or un... Un... What are they called? Chien... Is it? Evolucia. Un chien evolucia. De (laughs) base! Anyway, anything to add for you? <laughs> I know, it's just so fast. It's like they tried to cram everything into just one minute and then it just stopped like, pretty yeah. abruptly. I mean, it is called Crackety Jones. I assume it's maybe meant to, um, I don't know, make you think that you're on crack while you're listening to it. I don't know. Just have throwing it out there. If you've got anything else to add, bet you've got a mic. No. What could crackety mean other than on crack? True. Go on. <laughs> Go on, then. Uh, Go on, Freya. But all of it. I know, it says like. Just what? sum it up. Where did you think, it's feel about like you were? I was a college roommate. I feel like I was in a crack den. <laughs> with, with, uh, with Crackety Jones doing live <laughs> Jones. Jones. Saying his name over and over again. Crackety Jones. It's about his college roommate. Yeah. Did he do crack? It doesn't say that. Was his name Jones? It must have been. (laughs) He didn't do crack and his name was like Philip. It's about (laughs) how it can freak him out living with someone. Right. So he was freaked out. It doesn't say anything about crack. He's cracking at the seams. Why is it called Crackety Jones? Because he's (laughs) cracking at the seams, mate. His brain is like... Says it's a big mosh pit song though. Is it? Mosh pit song? <laughs> I couldn't mosh to that. <laughs> I just mean... Well, it says it is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like... 
Yeah. I'm just like, what? I guess it's just because it's fast. I suppose. Wave of mutilation. That's a moshies. Now, I'll tell you what, Mr. Greaves. Mr. Greaves. That's right, it's Elbowed him in the head. <laughs> What's the next one? Next up is track 10, La La Love You. What did you reckon to that for her? No, I like the melody. It seemed really happy. Yeah. What, in the chorus? Yeah. Well, for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, like, he kept changing sometimes. And it's like another one of those that, like, that gets stuck in your head. Yeah. It's like they had an idea for a song, but they couldn't work out the rest of it. So they're just like, you know what? We'll just record what we've got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there was... Yeah, it, it's there was not much the, development, is there? There was, like, the chord progression, which was similar to Here Comes Your Man, and then, like, the talking, and, like, the I love you bits. And then, like, very similar drums all the way through. Like, there wasn't really any movement, like you said. And it just sort of, like... I don't know, I felt like it sort of passed me by. Like, yeah. there wasn't really anything going on to grab me attention. I guess it's maybe just given the name of the song and, like, the wolf whistles and stuff and the I Love You spoken vocals, it's probably meant to be something like, I don't know, being high on love or something. So, like, mm. you're sort of, like, you're in a daze sort of thing. I guess. I mean, the vocal, the the like the main vocal stuck on a new character. Yeah. In the chorus. Um, like yeah, like the timbre changed a lot <laughs> from mm. like the screaming Andalusia to uh, you know the more like further back at his throat. Mm. Sort of like I guess like Tom Jones, like mellowed. Barry White, <laughs> mellowed. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, I guess, again, to fit the sort of... Um, I'm not sure seductive is the right word, but, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, the, that sort of vocal fits that sort of subject matter, I guess. True. Um, as well, the, like, spoken I love yous remind me of a Kate Bush song. Remind me of Waking the Witch from Hounds of Love, released in 1980-something. So it came out before this, so that could be influenced. Um, but also it's just sort of sampled vocals, so I mean it could be anything could be the influence. Yeah. It specifically reminded me of that because it was different voices every time. Um but yeah, like you said, it's sort of very uh like baseline Flat, the entire time. Yeah. There was like the few bits of like the bending guitars that would come in and play like two or three notes and like maybe like little phrases. Yeah, but the sound of like dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, at the start. Yeah. And that, I mean, that there was that and the boo de doo de doo that those are the yeah. main two like melodies I guess throughout the entire thing. Um, How long was that one? A couple of minutes. Three, four. Oh no. Two forty-one. Yeah. I felt they could have made that another one-minute one. Yeah. There wasn't really that much, much development. To it. No. Anything um, else to say for? Her? No. To the next one. What's this one called? The next track will be number 13, Baby. And that's the first fade-out. It is. It's quite a long fade-out, isn't it? It's like a 10-second fade-out. Longer than that. Faults, bro. It just sort of seemed like it dragged on a bit and they didn't really know where to take it. So yeah. it just got a bit boring after a while. Yeah, there was that like long bit, wasn't there, where it was just all instruments, but they were all just kept playing the same thing. Like there wasn't really, it just like bar after bar. The theme. chorus was all right there. Yeah, yeah, I liked the chorus. I thought it was nice to listen to, but it was just not enough development again. No, but I suppose that's why we're getting towards the end of the album because <laughs> of. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. there's. Yeah, that know. one went on for longer than the other ones. Yeah. yeah, that one was... That's the longest song, wasn't it? 3.51, is it? 3.51 is the longest I mean, song. The Christ. vocal reminded me of, um, like, a sports team. You know, like an indie band. Mm. Yeah, that, there was weird vocal timbres in that. Mm. And you, like, changed to, like, almost sound like a baby. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, um, Axl Rose a bit. Right. Doing some bits just without, like, the distortion on his voice. 
Um, it's in like that same place, or like Muse, I guess. Mm. Um, so yeah, he played around a lot more with his actual vocal placement in that. But then towards the end, it just dropped out and became like that repetitive, like vocal, uh, the repetitive instrumental. But yeah, uh, there was like one change in time signature, the which ones. is like other than like changing to a triplet feel. It's like the first time that's happened. Um. Because it added a had a two three bars of four four and a bar of two four, wow. So then when you hear like oh my god something new's happening, but then it stays <laughs> on that for like another two minutes. So again, it doesn't really develop much from there. Um, and a fade out which we haven't heard yet before on the album. Yeah. The bass has pretty much fallen out yeah. at this point. Like there's no like the last few tracks, it's been less and it's been like getting yeah. less and less prevalent. I feel like the mood of the album's changed a lot as well. We've yeah. gone from like the darkness at the start. There's like still the odd track that's like throwing you back towards it, but they're not as manic. Yeah, it's like yeah. What's the word? Maybe getting more tame. Slightly, but also not <laughs> because like Crackety Jones or whatever. It is. <laughs> Crackety Jones was not tame in any way. There we go. Anything for uh, no, anything, Jack? Done, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Sound. Right, what's the next song called? Next up is "There Goes My Gun." Oh, oh, that was a powerful ending. That was a lot more enjoyable, I think, than the last couple for yeah. me, at least. Not the start, it wasn't. What was the feedback? Yeah, that was horrible. I like that. I like oh, the I... feedback. I like the bend, the bending in the guitars yeah. as well. When they were like playing the chord, yeah. The seasick guitars are back with the tremolo on them, except yeah. it's a lot slower now, or like, yeah, a lot longer. Yeah. So it's like, instead <laughs> of like, <laughs> there's like the room reverb shouts were yeah, back, and those are song. back again, reminiscent of Debaser. Yeah, we're back again to Debaser. <laughs> We've gone full circle. <laughs> Not quite yet, we've still got three tracks left. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the vocals again in the chorus. Harpering on the name of the song again. Yeah. Between uh, Frank and Kim again. Again, again. Again, again. Um, yeah. And then uh, abrupt ending again. They're together for the end, aren't they? Yeah. Boom. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Not that. Yeah. Anything for her? Um, it just seemed like they didn't really know where to go with the lyrics, so they just kept saying, There goes my gun. Like, <laughs> well, like, yeah. they could have added a bit stuff more. in the to verses, it. but you can't really hear it. No. It's, it's the shouty reverb vocals again. Yeah. Is that it for that track? This has got a lot of listeners. I feel like we're getting more negative as the podcast goes on <laughs> because we're just getting more tired. How many listens to this one got? 116 million? 116 million. What? This one song. This one song. Track 13 is Home. Well. Started out a lot groovier. It did. It is a genre change from everything else. Yeah. No drums at the start, which is again another change. It was very different. It was calm at the start. Yeah. It was like sort of like Rolling Stones, sort of like blues rock sort of yeah. vibe. Very groovy. Mm. There was like the, I like that bit with the, there's like the drum fill and the guitar followed through with mm. the rest of it. And then there's like the solo bits for like the unison bends that you mentioned. Yeah. The guitar, the guitar bends are back as well. Yeah. Um, the duo vocals are back as well. Yeah, in the, the chorus, the sort of um, punchier bass line. Yeah, back as well. the bass has come back to the forefront. <clears throat> Not really. <laughs> other than it's just very different to all the other ones that we listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's the second most listened to track on the album, I think. Yeah. yeah, behind "Here Comes Your Man." Yeah, it's a good basement. track to be fair. It is. It's probably my favourite one for a 
for a fair few tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit dire since La La Love You. Crackety Phil. Crackety Phil. Crackety, Crackety Jones. Crackety Jones sort of like made me a bit sad. <laughs> but now it's now I'm back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe sad's the wrong word. Yeah, you know, the feeling that that song gave me is like, do you know when you die in Black Ops Zombies? And it plays a that thing. Reminds me of that. Fair enough. There you go. That's from a Pixie song, I think. But the vibe it gave me was like, like I said, like Rolling Stones, like yeah. sort of like almost like, like cowboys and mm. that sort of thing. That was the blues. Yeah, it was a lot groovier at the start. Yeah. You like had to latch on to the rhythm, which I liked, rather than it just like throwing you in with da 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 da, yeah. which is what it's been like for most of them. The, the guitars were like cleaner again. Mm. It's a very strange album in terms of like the amount of they can't. It's like they couldn't make their mind up what sort of album they wanted. Yeah, there's like so many songs have got really heavy processing and they're like really out there, and then there's like songs like that which are like chill, but then. Some of them are like some of the songs that I've enjoyed more. Mm. Anything else? No. Going to move on. What's the next? To them, it's more like an R&B type song. R&B. Rhythm and blues. No. Yeah? Rhythm and bass. <laughs> <laughs> R&B is rhythm and blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Akon, that's not R&B. <laughs> R&B is Reese and Buckets. <laughs> Do you want to see a curry later? Sure. Just while we're sat here. I don't know why. I was listening to one of them songs, I thought, I want a curry. For <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I haven't eaten all day. Yeah. <laughs> you a bit curry. You really want a pint as well. A pint and a curry. I'll cheer me up. <laughs> so sorry, what's this uncle? <laughs> and now we get to the penultimate track of the album, Silver. Oh, I like that one. What did you reckon for that one? It was alright. <laughs> it sort of just reminded me of like, I don't know, like a country song, but like, really twisted, like it should be in a horror movie. <laughs> It did. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I it's like country, but then it sort of fused into something else. Yeah, because it, like, it had the distorted... That, like the I think that's still a slide guitar. Yeah. It was just like sliding on going... It was like the blasts of noise, wasn't it? Yeah. That? It was very dystopian. Yeah. It's quite sloppy as well. Like, there was bits where like, guitars came in and they weren't... They didn't... Yeah. They weren't, it wasn't, t- like, tight. To like, a grid. No. No. I like that, though. Yeah, it was really it's, interesting. Yeah. Um, Kim's vocals are at the forefront now. Yeah. Um, can't really hear what she's saying. I heard her say silver. <laughs> I mean, that is the album. That is the, the, the album. Song name. That is the song name. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I, it sort of followed on a little bit from Hey, in a way, because yeah. it's like sort of going more towards that sort of genre, I guess. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what the last song Yeah. Does hopefully it carries on. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it carries on developing and doesn't just go back to screamy shouty stuff. Or just like some random like jazz, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of genres that they've gone through in yeah. this album. Anyone got anything to add? Nearly there for it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, to finish it off, gouge away. Christ. That's a very unresolved way to finish an album, isn't it? Like you could go right back to the start, and, yeah, and then it wouldn't feel out of place. No, that might have been the idea. I guess. Yeah, it did feel sort of like bittersweet hearing, like what what the start of the album sounded like, right at the end again. Yeah. After like, Hay and Silver, which were very you know different than going back to the old style. True. I like um, the guitar sounds on that though. Yeah. What did you think for? 
I don't really know. <laughs> it was just really groovy and upbeat, just like the first one was. We just wanted to start and end sort of in the same way. Yeah. It's weird because it sort of led you up, led you one way with the last two, and then they go and drop that one, and then you're back to where you started. Mm. It's a bit strange. Yeah. It feels like to me is like they just had a bunch of songs and either put an incredible amount of care or no care at all into the order of them and just released the album. Yeah, there's it, not like it doesn't feel like there's much of a structure to it, like as a whole. Yeah, album. I feel like uh, though I suppose that as the album goes on, it gets yeah more and more like mellow, mellow, and like you sort of like get used to the sound yeah. more. But then that... like it definitely like has a contour, but then right at the end it comes back up. Yeah. Not as much, but it's like a gradient towards what it was like at the start of the album. Yeah. Like it's not it's... Crackety Jones, but it's <laughs> the distortion in. Uh, is it true? Hmm? The distortion in silver. Yeah. It's probably like a hint that we're going yeah. backward, backwards. I guess. Yeah. The bass had a lot of attack as well. It did. You could hear the pick. Yeah. That 3K was very prominent. Mm. Uh, the chorus as well had some interesting, like, little breaks. And, like, unison, like, back in. Which hasn't really been featured that much in a lot of the other choruses. They've been very, like, stable vocals saying what the name of the song is. Yeah. With, like, a steady, like, rhythm or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like they sat in the studio for a few weeks, and then they start to run out of money, and they're like, you know what, we've got these, we've got these, they're all right, but we're not, like, they're not ready, but we'll just go with it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, in some ways, that's like, that's cool, like, that works for some people. I think, like, if, the amount of, like, the depth of, like, genres and styles that they showed off with that, like, they're obviously very versatile yeah. because, like, yeah. most bands can't even yeah. do, like, two genres. They've done, like... Yeah. Yeah, especially in the late 80s. Like, yeah. Nothing like that had really... Exactly, out. and you think, like, how many songs now you could listen to and they sound like... They've got sounds from that album. Yeah. Like, they really did set a trend with that. Hmm. Especially like Nirvana, I guess. With yeah. Like the dynamic changes, like on a dime, like that. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like the guitar sounds, bands like indie bands like the Lavems and all. Yeah. Like the amount of times they've got like, there's like so many songs I can think of where you listen to the guitars and they sound exactly the same. Yeah. It's and like, like um, like the repetitive guitar stuff, like trying to get a riff that sticks in your head. Yeah. And then using that for the entire song. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is like very reminiscent of indie like stuff. Yeah. The only thing that isn't really is like the shouted vocals and the distortion. I guess. Yeah. Like the, the to that level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was Doolittle. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for hearing our opinions on how the track sounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our opinions on the album, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Freya, for being our guest. <laughs> this is the start of Mum and Jack's <laughs> podcast. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Let's go. Yeah. Woo. Let's, let's go. That's a wrap.